0: the Wheel of Time Fancast. I am your host as always, Jerry. It is a pleasure to have you guys listening again. We have experienced the panel. The panel has arrived and finished. We did it. We made it through. That was our day. It was a long day. It was simply a long day. I was up early. I was excited to be at Comic-Con. I was excited to be ready for the panel. Panel wasn't until 2.30 in the afternoon I was at Comic-Con from 9 o'clock in the morning. So, it was a long day to get to it. It was worth it. I thought, just my my overall thoughts on what happened were, this was really interesting and well done. And they answered a few questions on what my understanding of what we're going into is. And they also brought up a few more questions on what I know will be viewed from the community as bad direction to head with, but as I've said in the previous episodes that I've recorded, your perception of this has to change a little bit because of the fact that it's a television series, and so much has to be cut. But we'll get to that in a few. I'm getting ahead of myself. The panel was good. The panel was fun. I messed up thinking that this was an actual panel. I didn't read enough. I didn't understand enough. So I came into it going, I'm excited as hell. They're going to be here. We're going to see these people. Oh, I might be, be able to meet some of the casters." No, this was a virtual pre-recorded get together. I don't care what anybody says. That did not happen at that moment. That was recorded earlier at some other time where everybody could be gotten together appropriately. And we already see the switch with the fact that the, char- the person that plays Matt wasn't there, I thought was big to me, because he is an important character for the long story of Wheel of Time, and I'm not going to read anything into that. I want to see how the first season plays out. I want to see how the second season gets its interpretation, and I want to go from there. I think that's the first things. Now, on the outside, let's talk about the panel in and of itself. The person running it, Rafe, I like him. I think he has a good understanding of the world that he's getting into. I think he has a good respect for the world he's getting into. And I think we have a general idea of what the interpretation is going to be. This is what I said when we, I don't know, two or three podcasts ago. I was making sure when anybody who was listening was getting themselves prepared for the fact that This wasn't going to be the book. If you were expecting the book, you really were going to disappoint yourself greatly. Because that's it can't do that. You can't take every little bit of what's going to happen in a book and make it into a television series. Especially when you don't know how long the television series could run for. So, this gave me a clear understanding of what their mindset is going into the creation of this series, we're going to take a lot of the core elements. Now, I'm speaking as their mindset. We're going to take a lot of the core elements, we're gonna take the main characters in the certain ways that they develop, and we're going to interpret it, but not. we're not gonna make it word for word as it's written. So introductions that we are used to from what we read, we need to erase that right away or else we're going to hate it for a reason that doesn't serve it any purpose. Like, you cannot hate this because the way they introduced Moraine was not the way you wanted her to be introduced. No, I don't mind it, because this has to move a lot faster. This has to get to a lot of different points quicker. And because of that, you cannot take the same slow approach that the book had and hide for a minute and be like uh maybe huh who knows no you have to be more direct with a lot of things certain characters have to be introduced like a blunt instrument they cannot be slowly put on you hoping that you'll like them no you either like them or you don't and that's the way these characters are going to be built up and because it's a series it's a television series You don't have all these years, especially in the world of what Wheel of Time is. These aren't kids who grow into these places in the same way as, like, Arya with Game of Thrones. No, these are young adults who are thrown into the middle of things and are forced to grow. So they're already in their minds, certain portions of them, already at the ages where they should have been grown already. So... If you take that, when you put that into a series, you have to now interpret that a little bit further on. And I now I get more why you would age up the characters a little bit. It makes more sense. It works into what you have to do for the series. Given that you're not going detail for detail, and you have to jump a little at certain points, in doing that, it's perfectly alright to age up, and it's perfectly alright to take understanding more than in-depth word for word interpretation which was very cool the core of what they seem to be doing in this series is very interesting and it makes me more and more ready for season 1 to come out which <laughs> it's one day sooner now no <sighs> this is this seems to be people who actually want to take care and want to you know, interpret correctly, but at the same time understand that the only, that they can't only do interpretation. They have to be able to pull and move and take from different places. So that's why now that thinking about them jumping between the first three or even four books in the first two season makes more sense. Because there are some scenes from the later books that you could have put sooner, and still drive the story in the same way that the book drives the story. And we need to, I think, as an audience, as people who are coming into this with pre-knowledge of the series, we need to be ready for the fact that this isn't going to be exact. And I think I'm already seeing out there that there's a lot of people who are hoping and wishing that it would be. Sorry, it's not. It can't. It doesn't work that way. So because of that, we need to move on to the other side of it. Like, it's okay for it not to be exact. If it's not exact, you know what that means? They're going to get it as close as possible. So far, from what I've seen, from the character choices, from the actor choices, from the scenes that we've been given, from the different things that we've been shown, this seems to be holding a lot of respect ...for the source material. And that I appreciate more than anything else. As long as you respect... ...what's what's being... ...what was written and what you're taking from... ...then, you know... that ...what more could you want? That does what you want. It holds what you love... ...in this place of grandiose. And... ...I think I enjoy the fact that Rafe has done this. That Rafe has taken the time... ...to develop this in a way... That this understanding is greater than just, you know, little things. It's it's more and it's respectful. Now, as for the rest of the cast, I don't know quite a few of them. I know Rosman. Rosman, yes, she goes back. There's a lot of different shows that I've seen her in, a lot of different movies that I've seen her in. So she's great. I get that. Her choice as Moraine now makes a lot more sense. I enjoy it. I hope it works out better than anything else. I still think that the core of what her character is, being the guide of this whole show and this whole series, will be tested in the later seasons, depending how long the series goes for. Right now we have two, and honestly, after listening to the panel, I think we may have three. They just haven't confirmed it yet. Like, Did, you, did everybody catch that? Anybody who listened to the panel, did you guys catch... anybody who did it, I'm going to explain it first. And then I'm going to ask the question I was trying to ask. In the panel, Rafe is talking about future and making references to different portions. And the thing about when it comes to producers of things like this, they only make reference if they have something set up for that. If you go back far enough when the television show Supernatural was out, the original guys, the guys who did it at its core always made reference to the fifth season because that was supposed to be a conclusion for them, a major conclusion. So the fact that Rafe makes reference to the third season in the middle of a panel where the first season hasn't even come out yet was very interesting. And I'm not going to take too much from it, but I am going to understand that there's a reason behind using that as a reference versus just saying the first two seasons that you're, you know, in right now. So, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that there for now. We'll come back to it on a later pod, and we'll go into it a little bit more. Now, Rosman, Daniel, as Moraine and Lan, I enjoyed them. They seem to understand their characters. I love the fact that they both acknowledge that the relationship between the Aes Sedai and the Warder is not to be perceived as if it's a love relationship. Not to say that there aren't those kind of relationships between ice and water. It's just that this particular relationship is not that. And they understand that. And that's a guiding force for them. And it gives me hope for what the story of Lan, Lan is later on. Which him and others know what his story is. So it's just, it's, it's a great idea to have. And it's a great feeling to have behind this to know that this portion of the story was so respected that when we see other versions of it, we're allowed to see them as they are and as they're shown to us rather than have it pushed down on us. Like, oh, they're loving. Re-. No, there's love, but it's more loyalty, trust, and respect. So all of that means something more than just, just, Creating a character to be like, oh, it's only love, it's only sexual. No, this is deeper. It's different. And the fact that that was brought out in the panel by both of these actors explaining their characters means that they're taking in consideration what the depth of the story is as they present it to us. Now, we move on. My next big, well, not big, but the next person that I found very interesting was Zoe who's playing on Eve and her emotional connection to the character, I thought it was very interesting that when she spoke, you could see that her interpretation of who she was playing was very, very connected in her emotions, in her understanding, in her perceptions. And that was, okay, this is deeper than just playing a character. This means something to her. And that, I think, in and of itself is very cool, too, because it tells us that she's looking for deeper than just what's there. And I thought that was very cool. So, I liked her. I, I liked the depth that she was going into with regards to the character. Um, and on the opposite, Madeline, um, Madeline I, I'm sorry if I'm butchering her name. Her interpretation of queen, uh, I don't know yet. I want to see how it plays out. She felt a little bit more stoic. Even though she said some of the right things, she felt a little bit more centered than true emotional connection to who the character was. She liked the character for the fact that the character had many different levels to it that she could play off, but that still felt more like the role versus the connection. So I want to see how it plays out on screen and how she does. And then from there, I'll develop my interpretation going further. Next two. My favorite two characters to have seen grown in the whole series are Rand and Perrin. These two were center for who I am. I'm a guy. You had... And I'm a big guy. So I connected to Perrin right away because I'm also not the most, you know... When it comes to physical, I don't want to do that. I'm big, so it looks like, oh, he's going to do that. No, that's not who I am. That's not what I do on a regular basis. That's not how I'm perceiving myself. So my connection with Perrin was always like, that fits a mold that I have set up for my own mind for who I am. And sometimes how I get viewed by people, like just because I'm bigger than everybody else, doesn't mean I'm trying to kick everybody else's butt. And I thought... Marcus and his interpretation of the character and his playful nature and he was a funny guy to hear speak on the panel I thought he was great. I thought my understanding of how he was going to play the character his understanding of who the character is his overall demeanor was great. I think just out of watching so far he is probably one of the most Interesting to watch to see how he develops Perrin, to see how he goes down that route with him, especially with all the changes and twists that he will go through with that character and the positions that he will be put in with that character. So I am fully enthralled with the idea of what that will be. And the person picked to play him looks to be, honestly, a very good fit and a very understanding actor for the role he got I like that I like that whole perception and I like that whole way that he came across and I like the way he answered questions it's just he felt good him and 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 Zoe felt the two most connected um verbally than the way that they explained now to say that comes to the last character. And the last actor on the panel, Yosha. My goodness, he is Rand. To the extreme, he is Rand. I felt from him, the way he was sitting, the way he was speaking, the way he was getting things across. He felt the most like his character. And then also the fact that he's already read so many of the books He's so far ahead, and he went into this knowing that he had needed to understand more in depth of who the character was. And I also wonder how that's going to play out as he goes forward in his interpretations of a younger version while reading an older version. I hope it doesn't skew him and change the character in a way we we don't want or need quite early on. But I, I felt in the connection of characters... He had the deepest one. I thought Rosman and Daniel were great in the sense they look great for the character that they're playing. They are their character in the sense, but they don't give me that emotional connection. While Yosha, oh, oh, I'm invested in who he is. I'm invested in the fact that he's Rand. I'm invested on how he's going to play it. I want to see how this develops. This might also be an actor that I want to follow as he goes forward because this could be the start of something for him. And I'm sorry that I don't know his history to know whether he's had other starts that would have been bigger than this. But I think that he was the most interesting on the panel in the sense of he felt the most like being his character and nothing else. I didn't get an actor. I didn't get emotional i just got the character and that was fun that was interesting so each one of them has something different that i'm looking to see how it develops i thought there were a a lot of things in this panel that felt good um i'm not going to speak too much into the the you know the spoiler the not spoiler but the news that came out i don't know how the characters are going to be played out yet there was news on new cast members beating being added on for um the series so that was big news and I enjoyed finding out that all these characters were you know being brought on and being talked about and I enjoyed the fact that we're we're getting an expanded world and they're actually going to go into in depth into what the expansion of this world is so the fact that that was done and the fact that we you know talked and Got to know who they would be, but only know who one is playing. That's, um, Kara, Kara Convey. Oh my god, I'm butchering her name. As Elaine. So we got that answer now. We know Elaine's gonna be there. So now, which way do we go with the other two? Everybody's saying, um, Viren. I like it. I think that would fit. And I think you have to introduce a Forsaken. I think by season two think you have to start introducing that side so that might be where the other direction of the character goes for um as i said i think you're gonna have to take some characters and mold them together i think that they're showing that there's a lot of respect for the story that has been given and has been laid for them with the wheel of time and all the writing but it's more than just respect it has to be a television series So you can't introduce every single Forsaken. You can't introduce every single storyline. They're going to have to take some storylines and lead away from them and not use them as hard. Uh, You know, we're going to see some battles that we would hope would be longer and they're going to be shorter. There's only going to be one episode for a battle while there's, you know, two or three. It's like there's going to be things that we were hoping were more. They're going to be less. And things that are less, there might be more because they work better for the series. I just, I want to reiterate the same thing that i said before. This is a television series. It's an interpretation of the books by somebody who respects the books. And because of that, we have to give it the depth that it deserves, but not hold it to the standards of what the book was. It's not going to be exact. But if the core of what we're getting is anywhere near of what we've been told, like, of what we've read, then, damn, man, we're in a good position. We just got the Wheel of Time as a series, and we're going to get it for a couple years. I'm hoping, like I said before, I'm hoping they get to eight seasons because I think that's the best way to close it out. I don't think you can go to 14, but I think you can go to eight strong seasons and have the conclusion of the series be in the 8th season. But I think it will go at least 5. So if it goes at least 5, but I'm hoping for 8. I'll be more than thrilled like you are kidding me. I'm hoping that the everybody who wants this has wanted this to come out is ready for this series to come out, is ready for what this will be and will be there on day 1 cuz this series deserves it. The actors who are in it from the panel deserve, you know, the respect that they're giving it to be shown by us, the audience. Also, I hope everybody goes into it understanding that it's okay that it's not exact. It shouldn't be. It's a TV series. It's not going to be exact. But if it's close enough and it has the core and it gives the respect that the books deserve to it, then guess what? It's more than enough. More than enough. Comic-Con was fun. The panel was great. I set myself up wrong thinking that the panel was going to be in person and it was virtual and I should have known that from the beginning. That's my fault. But beyond that, it was a hell of a lot of fun and I can't wait for the series to come out. So, see you guys in the next one. Peace!